three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter. So, just in case you haven't listened to our song to hit you on the if you haven't, you should. But uh, just real quick summary, guys. Um, I know, pardon me. I know I haven't really posted anything since our uh, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey review. And I just want to kind of go ahead and give a, give a quick synopsis kind of on what's uh, what's going on. Uh, basically, uh, you guys know this is not my full-time job. This is just my, uh, my side gig, uh, as it were. And I've got a full-time job. And honestly, guys, just between um, some stuff going on in personal life and trying to be a decent boyfriend and, and my job, I just kind of had a little bit of... I just, I just need a little bit of a break. But uh, between really the news and people kind of freaking out about the coronavirus and everything, I really realized that, you know, anyone who's an artist, anyone who's out there, who's a content creator, uh, this is a time where we need distractions and just entertainment more uh, more than ever. I was planning on coming back this weekend uh, anyway, but uh, just kind of seeing how people are reaching out and have kind of asked about the podcast and everything. It made me go, you know what? All right, let's let's get back into it. So, since we're not gonna really have a lot of new movies that's looking like come out because they're pulling, they're moving everything. Uh, we're I'm gonna kind of go just kind of with stuff that I'm really uh, have been wanting to review. So this upcoming weekend we'll have a review for Parasite, and we'll review up this weekend as well for Watchmen. Uh, I'm really excited to review both of those, and uh, yeah, just moving forward once things are. Just settle back down and the theaters are, uh, uh, are uh, back at full capacity. We'll go ahead and be back on uh, new releases as far as what's in the theater. But until then, we're going to kind of go down an unknown road, as it were. So we're going to we'll uh, kind of see what I decide to review. And uh, Colin and I still haven't done our best of. So we'll, pro- we'll have that for you guys in April. But yeah, we're gonna kind of journey into the uh, into the unknown here and just kind of figure uh, figure it out together. So if there's anything you guys really want me to review, uh, please comment. Let me know. I'd be happy to go ahead and take requests. But uh, as far as uh, tonight's concerned, we're talking about the final trailer for Black Widow, uh, Marvel's Black Widow, which currently, and that's the key word, currently is set to come out May first. I personally think Black Widow is going to get moved. I don't want it to get moved, but I have a feeling it's going to get moved. Uh, I, again, I don't want this to get moved. I really don't. I want it to stay at May 1st. I want us to figure out what the hell is going on so we can get back to movies. But I have a feeling this will probably get moved to maybe November. I, actually, I would maybe even say December because I think it might want to get that Christmas crowd uh, since everyone you know would be out of school and all that. But... We'll see. It's still currently scheduled for May 1st, but there is a surprising amount of stuff in this trailer to actually break down. So let's just kind of jump in here. So one of the things that I uh, love about this trailer is that you are getting uh, the, you're getting the, um, you're getting, really getting a peek of Black Widow and how 
things kind of worked with her family. Obviously, we have to keep in mind this was set uh, pre. Uh, this is pre uh, Avengers: Infinity War. So this is right after Civil War, but before Infinity War. So I'm really excited to see how they kind of fill in the gaps here. So uh, here's what's gonna make my like enjoyment of this. I personally think so. Black Widow: Deadly Origin. Um, Paul Cornell wrote that, and if you're a uh, Paul Cornell, that that is to this day maybe one of my favorite arcs in comics. Uh, Black Widow, I think, is a character who's been done very well at points and has been done uh, really dirty <laughs> at other points. But this Deadly Origin run that they had of her, I'm a huge fan of the run, and the and it seems like a lot of the, uh, it seems like a lot of the stuff in this film is being directly drawn or heavily inspired by Deadly Origin. So if they're sticking with that, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this. Uh, it's already a movie I'm beyond excited for, no matter when I get to see it. Uh, the screenwriter on this is uh, a guy named Eric Pearson. He went ahead and has done a lot of the Marvel uh like the Marvel shorts, uh, like a like a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. He did that one. Uh, I he worked on uh, Agent Carter. It looks like, which is freaking awesome. I love Agent Carter. Uh, he was a screenwriter on Thor Ragnarok, and I have to admit, while I don't love Ragnarok like a lot of people do, because I know some people who just fucking love Ragnarok. Uh, I'm feeling better about this because he's a writer on it, so that makes me, or he's the writer on it, so I kind of go, okay, um, th th this, this, this could be really great. What's going to be interesting, and while I don't love Birds of Prey, or sorry, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, while I don't love that movie like some people do, the thing I did love about it was the director uh, of it. I thought she did such an incredible job, uh, uh, Kathy Yen. I thought she did an incredible job directing that film. Uh, the director of this film is Kate Shortland, who has really not directed a lot. She's done mostly TV shows and just shorts. Uh, she directed a film called uh, Somersault back in 20, uh, 2004, uh, a movie called Lore back in 2012, and uh, Berlin Syndrome back in 2017. Uh, and she just directed a couple episodes of that uh, Showtime show, uh, Smilf. Um, so yeah, really not a lot of experience as far as in film, but she's getting a chance to direct this incredibly important film. Uh, and I know some people are going to scoff at this because, you know, uh, Black Widow died at the end of Endgame, or uh, uh, yeah, during Endgame, so why are we getting a movie with her now? I understand that point to a point, because yes, would have I would I have preferred a Black Widow film? Uh, maybe after Civil War, before we got Infinity War and Endgame? Yes. Would this been better if it was back in Phase 2, like right after Iron Man 2? Yes, it would have been better. But I want to say uh, Scarlett Johansson was like pregnant at the time, and so that, that probably, you know, played a role. I just... How do I put this? I thought that for Endgame, what they did with Natasha... I understood it. I was really sad to lose that character, but I understood it. Uh, 
at the same time, because obviously Hawkeye's going to hand off uh, uh, the mantle to uh, his daughter, which I'm so excited to see. Hopefully Taylor Seinfeld. But I understand it would have been nice to get this Black Widow film earlier uh, in the timeline. At the same time, I think this will fill in so many gaps for the character. And if I basically get a Bourne film, but it's Black Widow, that's really all I want. My my ceiling for this is kind of low in that sense. I'm not expecting this to be, you know, Black Panther where I'm leaving crying and all that. But you know what? Who knows? Maybe this movie will just knock my socks off. It seems like they are drawing a lot of inspiration as far as how it's shot and how the action is uh, set up and portrayed. It seems like they are really going for that Winter Soldier vibe, uh, kind of born vibe. Uh, uh, so if they can even capture the essence of that, if they can even get close to that, uh, I will be incredibly stoked. Um, so I'm hoping that's what we end up getting. Uh, there's a movie called, and I feel like a lot of people haven't seen this, there's a movie called Haywire, which has, uh, the Mandalorian's, uh, Gina Carano in it. She is so good in that fucking movie, and it's got Michael Fassbender, Michael Douglas, Antonio Banderas, uh, uh, my nigga C-Tates. Uh, I, I love Haywire. If you haven't seen it, you really owe it to yourself to, to watch it. But I think that these, these films where you have a female spy sometimes they can be so hit and miss or like a female assassin uh haywire is one of those films where it just hits for me and it really checks most of the boxes that i personally look for in a film but then i think about something like atomic blonde and how <coughs> pardon me i loved the uh the staircase scene i thought that scene was so well done but i remember leaving the theater going man i wanted to love that and i just liked it and I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. I'd probably give Atomic Blonde. I think we reviewed that, actually. I want to say I gave it like a C plus or a B minus. I remember just being kind of bummed and really wanting more from that movie. So I hope I get more from it, uh, from this, than I got from Atomic Blonde. So hopefully it's better. But a couple things that jumped out to me as far as the, uh, as far as the trailer is, uh, and I'm going to butcher her name. I think it's Florence Pugh. Uh, Pugh. Uh, she plays a, a, a Lelena, who's, uh, of course, uh, Natasha's sister. I'm excited to see her because this girl is really... She's getting to a point where she's... The fact she's 24 is insane to me. Let's just, let's just get that out of the way. It's insane to me that she's only 24. Um, I thought she was great. In fighting with my family, I thought she was awesome in that. I loved her in Little Women, and I haven't seen Midsummer, but I heard she was excellent in that. Like she's really starting to build a very damn good resume um, for herself already. And again, she's only twenty four, which is just fucking insane to me. So she's gonna continue to hone her craft and continue to get better. And I'm just really excited to see what uh, what we get from her. I love the scene, how this trailer starts off, how she's, you know, telling Natasha how, oh yeah, I tell people move that west, you know, that, uh, you know, you, you're married to a scientist and, you know, you guys are moving uh, once, uh, you know, how the pricing, how uh, housing prices drop down. And it's a very, like, sweet kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge scene uh, between the two of them. But, you know, the fact that they're both, you know, these trained assassins, giving Black Widow that glimpse of what she 
I think really does want with Bruce Banner. Uh, I mean, Stockholm Syndrome aspect aside, but it, it feels like Natasha, especially in Endgame, is, is so at that point where the job has just kind of broken her down to a point where she doesn't want to do the job anymore, but that's all she knows. Uh, very similar to Captain uh, to Captain America. I mean, they kind of have a, a conversation similar to that in Winter Soldier, and it's cool to see that revisited uh, here. I have to say, too, uh, Scarlett Johansson, I think she's like 30... Uh, I have no idea how old she is, actually. Uh, I'll say... I'll say like 35? Maybe she's 35? Oh, yeah, call it. Hooray! Yeah, she's... Uh, okay, Scarlett Johansson's 35, right? Um, I don't know how old Rachel Wise. She is 50. That is insane to me. Rachel Wise looks as young as Scarlett Johansson does. I don't know. God, good for her. Daniel Craig did good. But she plays uh, M- uh, Melina uh, Vosikov, and she's kind of like her... I think it's like her surrogate mom. Uh, again, I'm blanking on the on the comic book storyline. No one tell me in the comments because I want to go in this kind of cold. But I... They haven't revealed who Taskmaster is. If I'm a betting man, I feel like it's her, but at the same time, it seems too obvious. So personally, I think it's her sister. I think the whole scene with her sister wearing the white costume and it looks like they're going to perform, you know, the graduation ceremony, as they called it in Age of Ultron. I think she is kind of playing like a double agent where she's trying to help Natasha out, but she's gonna she's just waiting to screw her. I personally think she's going to find a point where she just screws her. Because having Rachel Weisz be Taskmaster, it almost seems too obvious. So I think it's uh, I think it's Elena, personally. But then again, it could totally be someone that hasn't even been shown in the trailers yet. I don't know. But I, if I'm guessing, I think it's her sister. Um, I love the fact, too, that Taskmaster attacks Natasha while she's in a car. It's very similar to Winter Soldier. And... You wonder, I mean, yeah, Natasha's been obviously trained as an assassin to, you know, be emotionless and everything. But you wonder if maybe there's some potential PTSD opportunities because, I mean, it seems like she just can't be in a car without <laughs> someone trying to blow her up. So, I mean, I mean, that would be an interesting route to maybe uh, to maybe go. What I love about Taskmaster and what they've shown of Taskmaster so far, I love the fact that he uh, or he or she... Um, has that scene where they're just in the hall, uh, like in front of this giant monitor, and Taskmaster is just studying uh, Black Widow's moves from Iron Man Two. Now, first off, and this is me having no knowledge on this, this is me just throwing a hail mary. What's interesting is that she he's studying Iron Man Two footage. She's not studying Civil War footage or anything like that. It makes me wonder: Is Taskmaster in some way tied? affiliated with hammer tech and the reason i bring that up is because while they've kind of marvel's kind of established they don't use the netflix shows you know in the main canon Uh, if you've watched luke cage season one season one you remember that hammer tech is used in the show against luke so i mean is taskmaster affiliated with them Uh, i doubt taskmaster is justin hammer but that'd be a trip but I mean, is he hired gun for Hammer Tech? Like, I'm wondering if they're going to con- kind of connect that dot from Iron Man 2. Because if we remember, uh, Pepper Potts and uh, Black Widow went ahead and 
basically got Justin Hammer arrested, and we didn't know, we don't know what happened to him after he got arrested. I mean, obviously he's in jail, but we don't know if he bought his way out or he you know, only served a certain amount of time. So that's a very interesting thread that they could potentially tie up or continue to extend. Um, I mean, without Tony Stark in the world since he's dead, I mean, you could have Hammer Tech come back and make a big comeback. I. I'm I'm wondering if maybe they're gonna they're they're gonna lean into that, especially, uh, you know, post snap. So that would that would be interesting. I'm wondering if they're gonna if they'll uh, tie that up, but we'll see. Uh, so, but I love that footage of Taskmaster studying her. Um, I also love the fact that <laughs> it's gonna sound terrible, but I love the fact that Taskmaster presumably being, you know, a guy. The concept of him tr training and brainwashing these women, I think this has a chance to do what some people feel like Birds of Prey, sorry, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, might have fallen short on as far as the whole uh, challenging the patriarchy, but without it coming across so preachy. I think having the spy program aspect of it, and these women really have no choice, I think that's a very interesting way to take it. I think this movie could do a good job as far as uh, as far as flushing out that concept. Uh, maybe that's not the direction they're going. I mean, but I don't know. I, I I find that thread, I find that concept very intriguing, and I feel like that's a direction that they that they could go. I also love the fact too that Black Widow is not about just defeating Taskmaster. That her her mission's bigger than that. She wants to shut the whole red uh, red room down, the whole program down. So that in her words, no woman ever has to experience what uh, her and her sister went through. I really, I love that concept. I love that mission. Uh, also, we guys, we know that Taskmaster is able to go ahead and, and uh, uh, <laughs> such a random reference, but uh, he's like a ditto in Pokemon. He can just co he can copy uh, people he's fought. Uh, he can copy their attacks, and it's crazy to see Red Guardian, uh, played by David Harbor. Can we take a second to appreciate the fact that David Harbor in Stranger uh, Stranger Things that uh, Hopper is in Russia right now, <laughs> as the trailer showed, and he's playing a Russian here willingly. I just find that so incredibly funny. I yeah, I I saw that. I just went, <laughs> that's great. But seeing. Uh, Taskmaster go ahead and impersonate Black Panther. That's really interesting. So I'm wondering how Taskmaster has encountered some of these heroes. I'm just I'm very I'm very intrigued by that because if I'm remembering correctly in the comics, Taskmaster like goes ahead and usually comes in direct contact with the people he's impersonating. So did he has he fought T'Challa? Has he fought T'Chaka? Maybe not even T'Challa did. Did he just see footage? I'm I'm really curious if they're gonna flush out how he's using each of these uh, different heroes' uh, powers and using their abilities. I, I'm really intrigued by that. Um, the scene I'm already looking forward to, as far as a fight scene, there's a fight scene. It looks like where Natasha's in. I don't know if she's in the wet red room or if they've gone ahead and tried to capture her or they're like at her hotel or whatever but there's and i just froze the frame there's one two three four wait one two three four five uh seven seven eight nine ten maybe eleven of their black widows trying to fight her i want to see how that scene ends so badly i if if, if it's just a big giant hand-to-hand -hand fight scene oh my god i i'm all about that 
<laughs> like I really, I really want that to be what happens. So, the, the, and the last thing I'm gonna point out here in in, in the trailer, at the one thirty seven mark, so she has this look on her face like holy crap. But if you know, she's not immediately attacking Taskmaster. And the reason I point that out is because it makes me wonder: Is this someone she knows? Like I, I'm, I'm very, I, I'm very intrigued by by who Taskmaster is going to end up being. It could just be a giant swerve into no one we've been introduced to, or even anyone in her family. But I, I, I'm intrigued by that. I think that's a very telling shot. So I think, I think Saram, I stand by it. But uh, uh, I mean, her sister. Pardon me. I think it's her sister. But who knows? I could be totally freaking wrong. But uh, I'm excited for this movie. It comes out, uh, presumably, in about six weeks on May 1st. But uh, I, I think this movie is going to be a lot better than people are thinking it's going to be. Uh, Marvel, let's call it what it is, Marvel rarely has a miss. And if they have a miss, it seems like they followed it up with something that I, just, I love even more. Um, this brand is who they are. Uh, for a reason, because they've been just the model of consistency, whether you like them or not. Uh, these Marvel films continue to make money. They continue to be critically and uh, uh, critically, uh, critically, financially, and the people, the general public, the royal we, as it were, uh, love these films. So I don't see this film uh, performing under uh, 100 million opening weekend. Um, even if they keep it at May 1st, I think people will want an escape and they'll want an escape for something that they know potentially could be, well, at least be good, if not great. So I personally think that this movie makes a hundred million, even if it comes out May 1st and keeps its, uh, and keeps its current, uh, release date. But I could be totally wrong. I, I mean, I thought Joker would make half a, uh, half a billion dollars, not, you know, a billion. So who knows? I could be totally wrong, but I think that Black Widow will clean up. When it does come out. Because it's kind of what these films tend to do. But uh, I hope the quality is as good as I'm thinking it is. If it even gets in the ballpark Winter Soldier. Oh my god. I will be so happy. But it seems like this might be the proper. You know. The proper goodbye to the character. So I really hope this is great. And uh, between Mary's story and Scar and uh, Mary's story and Jojo Rabbit. Scarlett Johansson's really reminding people of how great of an actress she really is. So I'm stoked to see her kind of deep dive more into what makes this character tick. So guys, are you excited for Black Widow? What do you think of this latest trailer? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. And you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and now iHeartRadio at The Real Pineapple. Uh, yeah, we, we're, we're coming where you live. Wherever you guys like to listen to podcasts, we're more likely there. So go ahead and check us out. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. Let us know what you want us to review coming up. Uh, our calendar's kind of open with this whole uh, coronavirus insanity. So uh, let us know what you want us to review. I know I mentioned it at the beginning of the review. <coughs> Pardon me. But we'll have reviews up this weekend for Parasite, as well as for the season one of Watchmen. Uh, looks like it will be the only season of Watchmen, unfortunately. But 
I'm really excited to uh, to to sit down and uh, take that in. And I'll probably have a review up for something else this weekend as well. Uh, as well. Haven't really decided. Just gonna kind of take things as they uh, as they come. But Parasite and Watchmen season one will definitely be reviewed. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. We'll talk to you this weekend. Have a great week, you guys. You stay safe. Take care.